Hi, welcome to the Unleashing Possibilities podcast. I'm Mark, your host, and I have right next to me, Christy McClendon, our CEO. Hello, mentors at New Pathways. I am so excited to be with you all today and to be here with Mark, introducing a new initiative for New Pathways for Youth. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. So this is the first of, I think, stepping into the 21st century with some technology. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we've kind of had a lot of conversations around how can we really get some really valuable information and knowledge and really go deeper in our work here at New Pathways. And it's kind of where this podcast kind of came to be. And so, um, Christy, I'd love for you to share some of your insights as well, too, and what led us to create this podcast. Well, I think as we um, celebrate our 30th year here at New Pathways for Youth in 2019, we've been asking the question, how do we have greater impact and how do we grow deeper? And when we look at that, it's really with and through our mentors. Our mentors are there on the front line with our youth. So how do we um, bring information to our mentors about the depths of our work, the depths of the curriculum, how to go deeper and deeper with our youth to create even um, more sustainable breakthroughs, breaking the cycle of poverty for them and for their future generations. And we've listened to our mentors and we've evolved our mentor training over time. And so we know that we all lead very busy lives. And so it really became about, well, how do we get this information in the in the hearts and the minds of our mentors and more traditional ways of showing up for another training session at the center in a busy work day wasn't, wasn't meeting our mentors where they were. So this is an opportunity to listen on your morning jog or your drive into work or your drive home at the end of the day or while waiting for your kids' soccer practice to end. Um, but how do we get information accessible? And so we're we're leaning into the podcast uh, error and trying it on yeah. with our mentors. And just like with every try-on, it's a little bit of experimentation and kind of seeing, seeing where it goes and how it evolves. And um, definitely want you know you to... Uh, you listen it right mentor to share feedback with us and let us know along the way kind of thoughts around the podcast um, and, and how you maybe see us going forward as well too. Yeah. And I'm sure we might have multiple outtakes on this one, yeah. our very first one. So mentors, please be kind and gracious with us. <laughs> for sure. So what I'd like to do is um, for this first podcast, Christy, is talk about kind of a recent conversation that we had in our last intensive retreat back in November. So we um, we were having a conversation with mentors and a check-in, and we started diving deeper into kind of commitment and what really, what, what really leads to youth not always being successful with following through on a commitment. And I think it led us to some questions around what is commitment and kind of what else is needed. So I'd love to kind of have you share a little bit of your insights and around that conversation around commitment. Well, the conversation really opened up um, an awareness and understanding a possibility that we hadn't really covered or been pulled the curtain back on around the new pathways model. And there's actually three structures that are structures, frameworks that are always at play in the new, new pathways model. One is around commitment what is our level of commitment? Are we, uh, do we have the resources we need to fulfill that commitment? The second is around um, skill or competency. Do I have the skill to actually fulfill that commitment? I can be committed to something, but if I don't have the skill or the capability to do it, then I actually can't fulfill my commitment. And the third is a structure of support. 
Do I have the supports I need to actually um, fulfill my commitment if I'm committed to it and I have the capability, the skill, the competency to do it? Sometimes I may not have the structure of of support. I may not have someone in my life that is mentoring me actually on how to stay focused, how to overcome barriers and breakdowns that might occur in my fulfilling my commitment or my promise. Um, It could also be very simplistic. I may not even have um, in my structure of support, I may not live in an environment where I can actually do the thing I said I would do, or I may not have some of the very fundamental resources to get it done, like I don't know, a phone or communication methods or internet or things to that nature. So when we design our program here at New Pathways, all of the design elements fit in commitment, building capabilities with our youth and our mentors, or making sure the structure of support is introduced for our mentors and our um, youth and their families to achieve the commitment that they put in their life, which is about um, almost always about being the most um, effective human they can be in terms of college or career readiness or um, achieving the dreams that they have for themselves and really breaking the cycles that get in the way of that happening. Awesome. Yeah. And that was, um, you know, thinking about those three elements, kind of that framework for action really hit me. And I think about, you know, just even for myself and my role in coaching youth from the front of the room, I focused a lot of times on the commitment and, you know, are they committed? Are they telling me that they're committed um, and what they're going to do? And we know sometimes they don't always follow through. And now thinking about as a mentor and as a facilitator of workshops, um, whichever role I'm in, when I'm coaching another individual, I really do got to assess and go deeper and, and personally analyze, does this person have the skill sets to be able to move forward with that commitment? Um, and also inviting them to be part of that conversation as well too. What are the levels of commit? What are the competencies that you think you have that can help you with this? What are the skills that you have, or what skills maybe don't you have? Um, so I think there's a level of assessment that we as mentors need to take on with that too. But we also need to invite the other person to really have them really analyze and assess: Do they have what they need? Do they have the knowledge, the information, the know-how, and the capabilities to move forward with the commitment? And then really getting clear on who and what do they have to support them. And obviously as a mentor, we want to say, I'm definitely a key support person for you. And there definitely needs to be other structures of support because I'm not always going to be here 100% with you. I'm not going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so who and what do you have to rely on as well too that we maybe aren't thinking about right now that we need to make sure that you have in place? I think that's absolutely part of it. And and as you're talking, Mark, I'm thinking back to the conversation we had at the most recent retreat that was um, really powerful for me. Uh, my mentee and I were actually sharing our story, our journey, and uh, our mentoring relationship with, with the group of mentors during a, a mentor check-in. And um, we were sharing some of the challenges in our relationship, which is what no one else really sees on Facebook because I respect her dignity and I respect her integrity to not to share her challenges, but to share her joys. But I'm right there in those challenges with her in that up and down space. And it led to that conversation with the mentors and the questions they were asking of realizing we hadn't pulled back the curtain on the new pathways model and said, here are all the elements of our program that get at commitment. Here are all the elements of our program that get at uh, skills and capabilities and competencies. And here are the elements of our program that get at structure of support. So I thought maybe what might be helpful for this first podcast is actually share that with mentors. Let's pull the curtain back for everyone yeah. um, to see what some of those things look like. 
So shall we start with commitment? Let's do it. So let's talk a little bit about what the, the commitment structures are here at New Pathways and how we really begin with that. Um, there's kind of two tracks. There's the commitment we ask for from the mentor and the commitment we ask for from the youth um, that gets made up front. Um, do you want to talk about one of them and I'll take the other? Yeah. Uh, so definitely with mentors, um, right up front, we're asking them to commit to really take on a youth and be unstoppable for them. Um, you know, So there's definitely all the minimal commitments we ask um, in terms of meeting face-to-face three times uh, a month with their youth, one of those being workshops, uh, making sure that they're having regular contact with them at least every week, uh, supporting them with their project plans and their goals and what they're working on. Um, you know, those are kind of some big foundational ones that we kind of ask, uh, joining them in workshop as well too, coming and supporting them and being part of those activities and conversations and supporting them in implementing what they learn uh, outside of New Pathways. Um, some big ones that we ask mentors to do. And on the flip side, we ask youth for a very similar commitment. So at their intake, we're sharing very clearly that it's about seeing their youth, their mentor three times a month, and that one of those is required to be the workshop attendance with their mentor. Uh, we also talk about the eight-week projects and the commitment to those in the beginning. Um, we talk about the commitment to letting this person in their life and what that commitment will look like and being open and and developing a relationship of trust that we certainly don't expect that commitment to be there on the beginning, especially for all the trauma that many of our youth have experienced, but that that there is a commitment to building that kind of relationship. Um, Our youth say yes to that, and um, we get a commitment from their parents or their guardian um, for their participation in that way as well. It's one of the unique elements about New Pathways that we don't take court-ordered or school-ordered or mandatory youth. We take youth that are referred to us by a variety of sources, but the youth has to make the commitment to say yes. Now, the truth is that commitment breaks down, and we have enough experience in our program to know time periods that that usually breaks down for youth. And it's usually um, a fear of starting to realize what could be possible in their life. And that fear, that anxiety, that uncertainty um, can lead to a breakdown in their commitment. But our team here at New Pathways is skilled in supporting mentors in getting through those breakdowns. But that requires a different kind of commitment from mentors then to your point of that commitment of being unstoppable in those times and pulling on the resource available for mentors and our staff team uh, that can coach and support through those scenarios, which is a great segue to the second piece, Yeah, which is skill and capability. Yeah, so definitely there are some program elements that we have here at New Pathways that allow us to support our mentors and youth in really developing those competencies and those skill sets. So the key ones that I think about are definitely the workshops. We think about the life skills that we're providing in those spaces. So our youth are coming to the program really lacking a lot of effective skill sets they need to be effective, productive citizens um, operating in a middle-class society. And so, you know, they don't know how to manage emotions. They don't know how to effectively problem solve. They don't know how to set goals. And so our workshop curriculum and our workshop space gives them the opportunity to explore those, to learn what those look like, and to practice, uh, actually get some skill practice in to be mm-hmm. able to, to start to develop the, the strength in those areas so that they can then go out and apply. Um, so there's definitely a lot of foundation in the workshops. 
Yeah, so the workshops, the retreats are all places that we start building those capabilities and competencies. And as you're talking, what I'm realizing is we almost always talk about those things as places to build our competency, our skill set of our youth. But I can tell you as a mentor, um, those are also the places that I build my skill set and my capability. I now have, through the workshops, new language that I can use to actually approach a difficult topic with my youth um, and or support her through particular situations in a way that I didn't have access to that skill or capability as a way to teach it or engage with it or generate a conversation about in a really intentional way. It was more intuitive on my part. And so blending that intuition with the actual skill and the knowledge and the tools through workshops, retreats has has been critical. But that also leads to another piece of the skill capability is all of the mentor training from the Framework for Understanding Poverty, Mentor 101, but also all of the training that we do ongoing that we are now turning into this podcast piece, which is about deepening and strengthening the knowledge, the skills, the capabilities that we hold as mentors so we can be in these situations and be self-navigating through them um, or navigating in a very intentional way through them with our youth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so important. And I love the piece that you reminded us about mentors being able to um, learn a lot of effective ways of being with their youth through that Mm -hmm. workshop space and the retreat space. So from there, right, we have the commitment, we have definitely the competencies and skills, and the third important piece is really the structures of support, who and what are available to support these individuals. Um, And definitely here at New Pathways, we have a lot of structures of support, and so the immediate ones come to mind are the relationship with the program coordinator, um, that that's definitely a structure of support. And so um, I have this individual who has uh, more... more, um, view, if you will, of other relationships that are in that youth's life. That's really important for me as a mentor to know, but also for the youth to know. Um, Think about, again, the eight-week project plan becomes a structure of support because it becomes a framework for which the youth can identify next steps and what could get in the way and um, how can I move forward in those project goals. And I think the the eight-week project goals are in a direct relationship with another structure of support, which is my overall case plan. Mm -hmm. What if I I as the mentor and what is my youth committed to for our bigger goals? And then making sure that those eight-week projects are supporting those bigger goals. One of the, my favorite pieces of our structure of support here that makes New Pathways unique is community. Uh, we have intentionally designed our program to launch one-to-one mentoring matches in a larger community of other connected mentors and youth. That's very intentional for the population we serve as a structure of support because most of our youth don't have a sense of community. Um, They haven't established that at school. They haven't established it in their neighborhoods. And so New Pathways oftentimes is the first place they talk about being um, or feeling belonging in their life. So this structure of support of building a connected community at retreat who then goes through the program together, participates in their workshops together, holds and supports their individual youth, but holds and supports a community, that's a really powerful structure of support that we have intentionally designed into the New Pathways model. Absolutely. And I think that that community, that sense of belonging, um, not only is just so valuable in that it's giving them something that they're lacking elsewhere, It also becomes the foundation for really deep self-awareness, vulnerability, 
um, learning and reflection. And so you really do need to have that safe space where you're around individuals that you can feel comfortable with, you can feel open with, and really go deep. But if you don't have that sense of belonging, that sense of community, you're going to have that wall up quite a bit and you're going to resist mm-hmm. really looking at yourself and reflecting and identifying what do I need to work on. Um, So it's within community and that structure of support that community offers here at New Pathways that I can actually develop capabilities and I can fulfill my commitment. Absolutely. And so so today, Mark, it's been fun to talk with you about some of the particular um, unveiling of what what's really required to have a healthy mentoring relationship or an intentional relationship whereby we are Uh, breaking cycles of poverty and transforming the lives of the youth that we serve. And it begins with commitment, capabilities, and structure of support. And one of the things I've learned is that in my match relationship, whenever I'm experiencing a breakdown, to really pause and ask, is the breakdown happening in commitment, capability, or structure of support? And it really allows me to re-engage with my youth at the point of Um, where the challenge or the barrier really is being experienced instead of only naming it as commitment. And there's been a truth in there that at times I've had to look at my own commitment um, and is it part of the barrier and the breakdown. And it's really allowed a lot of personal growth and development of what it requires of me as a human being to be unstoppable for the commitment I made to my mentee. So it's been very powerful. And it's an honor today to share that. unveiling, if you will, not that it was ever veiled, but to share that with our mentors and to see what might open up for them. Um, So I would think it'd be wonderful if you mentors, as you think about this, share with your program coordinator on your next check-in, maybe an observation you've made with your match about around a breakdown that's happened in commitment or structure of support or skill and capability that is now opened itself or become uh, noticeable for you with these tools at hand for you to think about your work uh, and how you are helping us achieve our mission here at New Pathways to empower youth to be successful through life skills and mentoring relationships. Awesome. Yeah, I love that ask. And I know that as a mentor, I'm definitely going to take that on and work with my program coordinator to talk about that because I know there's definitely some things that I need to analyze and looking at those three pieces when it comes to how I'm supporting my youth as well too. So thank you, Christy, for taking the time to be here today. I really appreciate it. Mark, thanks for all you do here at New Pathways. And mentors, thank you for what you do. We are so excited to kick off this podcast as part of National Mentoring Month and the kickoff of 2019. So Mark and I will be back uh, over the next few months diving a little bit further into the New Pathways model and how it works in the lives of our youth, the lives of our mentors, and its power to break the cycle of poverty and transform the lives of of our kids that are committed and up to something bigger. Absolutely. So thanks again. And until then, keep unleashing possibilities.